Welcome back to Made in the 80s, podcast about the 80s by people who were made in the 80s. I'm Shalia, and we have... Tim. Kendon. And we have a special guest at Club South End this week. Who are you? Shivana. Hi, Shivana. Welcome to Club South End. <laughs> Thank you and for having me. Yeah, thanks for being our guest on Made in the 80s. So, Shivana, who are you? I am your cousin, Kendon. Hey. 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 It's all about the family. Uh, were you made in the 80s? I was. 88. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. Okay. She makes the cut. <laughs> Just barely. Tim, are you surprised? She seems younger, huh? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> you said wow. <laughs> no, I, I said doing the math like 88. Like, wow. That's, that's 80. Yeah, that's 80. Yeah. It counts. It counts. And today's subject is the labyrinth which you are familiar no? with right just yes. labyrinth i think yeah just labyrinth the labyrinth no, movie. It's, it's called the labyrinth <laughs> is it called the labyrinth yeah. well there we go it totally is you're gonna get it fact aren't checking you? <laughs> he's good all right we'll go ahead and check that and we'll no be... it's just called labyrinth yeah. oh really <laughs> <coughs> okay the okay. labyrinth movie does it matter isn't perception reality so no. her growing up it's been the labyrinth, then that's what it then is. Then that's no. what it is. I, yeah. I'm on your Shalia side. would love if, if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, pragmatically, it worked. Pragmatically? We yeah. know what she's talking if about, which is the something. labyrinth. Not a labyrinth. Because that could be anything. What about Pan's labyrinth? Yeah, you know what? Just to say yeah. that. So other cousin Tawny, last night when we were telling her we were doing, because we, we were at the um, bar and saying we got to go home and watch the labyrinth. And she's like, oh, Pan's labyrinth? Yeah. And she was so excited about it. Mm. Yeah. She's like, she used to love it in middle school. She would watch that show. So like, yeah, you didn't like it so much, right? I didn't because it was kind of scary and it's sad. A little dark. It was yeah. dark. It's a little For dark. a kid's movie, definitely. It's not a kid's movie. It's not? No. But well, there's a kid helps. in it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's a kid oh, child okay. too. But I don't not. think so that a, counts. I don't think no. there should be a kid in a <laughs> no. movie unless it's supposed no, to be I don't for think kids. they make well, many... Well, they make uh, all these scary movies now with kids in them. Yeah, and Those why? are the most I mean, scary no, 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 but this is Unless a, you are the scary. Like, the kid being the scary is like one Annabelle? thing. Yeah. But, like, if it's just a kid in the movie, it really should be for kids or else why? No. As an adult, I don't watch a kid. I totally disagree. No. You all disagree? Cujo had a kid in it. Most of these movies. Cujo. Remember, not Cujo and the Two Strings? This happened. Cujo and the Two Strings. (laughs) It's a great movie matchup. Yeah. (laughs) I bet. Um, Yeah, well, she was excited for us. And then I was like, no, that would also be a good, like, spooky October uh thing because it's kind of scary yeah but nope we instead are watching labyrinth the movie i'd like to have a on-air spooky october discussion of what movie i'm lobbying for joker yeah that's spooky though but he is in a costume. It's probably going to be scary. Uh, I I don't think it's going to be it's scary. Not, I don't think it's that kind of movie. That's right. why I'm, I'm not saying it's spooky. For my friends who've it seen is, it, I don't know if it's It's supposed to be scary no, it October. No. No. Okay. We're going to no. talk about it in our next right, segment. Friends, well. the first November episode first November. will be Joker. We'll be Joker. Apparently it go. takes place in August. <laughs> in the 80s. In the 80s. Yeah, because it's his origin story, right? We'll talk about that later. It's part of my new segment. Oh, okay. We well, last thing I was going to say, we have, a, we, we have a returning guest. Josh will join us for that episode. Okay. My Batman buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. All right. So, um, yeah. So, the Labyrinth movie this week, which <laughs> is our last week of September before we get to spooky October, which is also scary October. Um, but before we get to the Labyrinth movie, see how I keep doing that? If I put the yeah, movie, I don't know why you keep doing that. Because right. if she I keeps put trying to make fetch happen. After, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. Fetch. They're going to change the name and everything. Yeah. 
<laughs> Before we get to it, you guys, what's the news? I have two quick news items. Okay, what you got? One's a quick news item. The other one's a... Just, I'm going to ask your, your opinion on this. Okay. The first one is uh, Spider-Man is back. He's back with... <laughs> Marvel. That lasted. Uh, yeah, they played a game of chicken Thank and it didn't goodness. work. Goodness. So how how long did that take? How many weeks are months. we? Maybe two. Maybe two months. Maybe. Months? Was it that no, long? No, they only they only announced that he was leaving within the last month. Was, was it? it? That's what I'm asking. Uh, it because whoa, whoa. Oh, are we? It's Google just like check? a few. <clears throat> yeah. Check. Yeah. They knew better. They knew better than that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad he's back. Um, it was it just Tom someone ha- calling someone's bluff just to like say yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gonna say this out loud. Yeah. Wow. And they and I think Sony lost. They lost that battle. Yeah. In the court of public opinion, people be like, "What are you doing?" They would win that. (laughs) No, exactly. And you know, I I would say that I. It seemed like Marvel had a little bit of uh, vulnerability there because they really set Spider Man up to be the Iron Man, which is probably why Sony tried to play their hand that way. Exactly, (laughs) because he can become the central. Like for the next two, three phases, he can be the Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And Tom Holland loves playing it. Yeah. Wants to play he it. He clearly he's enjoys good it. At yeah. it. He enjoys what it. He's good at it. What if he comes he's out ten years Spider-Man. from now with a book being like, It was hell. Nah. There was no fun in being your quippy neighborhood <laughs> Spider Man. Did you see his post where you posted that video from uh that clip of from uh um Wolf of Wall Street? No. no. Where he's like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. that. Oh, it's great. That's awesome. I can't wait. You remember that scene it. where like Jordan Buffer's supposed to leave, right? Yeah, and he's, he's supposed to announce he's, 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 like, he's leaving. He's like, I'm not leaving. He's like, I'm not fucking leaving. Wait, and they start cheering. I see Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. Oh, I need to watch yeah. it. You never seen it? Uh-uh. Oh, it's a crazy story. Um, yeah, <laughs> so you posted that clip on Instagram, which was like hilarious. People are funny. I so I want to tag team off of yours just wait, for a wait. second. Before you go, though, because I, Tim, there's something you wanted to say about it. We cut you off. but you. No, 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 that's it. I have another thing I'm going to say. Okay, tag team. So apparently Sony is going to be making a Madam Web. Yeah, what? Show, is it a show or a Who's movie? Who's Madam Web? Madam Web is this weird... Okay, so if you take Spider-Man in and of its like own world... Yeah. It's like got it's a lot of weird stuff in it. Well, yeah. actually, actually, this isn't too crazy anymore because of Spider Verse. Right. I'm about to be like, right. okay, how am I going to explain all <laughs> how this? How are you going to explain the Spider Verse? You know, Madam yes. Web. Yeah, yeah, she like sits in the the convergence of all these like dimensions and time or whatever. Oh, she's in the web. She's yes, no, literally. Does she, she have is. eight eight legs? She is the web. Yeah. Or well, like eight she, arms she's or something. In it, she's in the web. Like, yeah, she's awesome. Like when he does go between. She's he, there. He gets she connects to her. spider entities yes. or whatever. Think of like yeah. an oracle type of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know how I you turn that into a story. that was kind of interesting. Uh, but I'd already, I heard it after I heard that Spider-Man was going back. Yeah. But well, I think this was them playing that? their hand. I mean, Spider-Verse was good. And this would be, it reminds me, if it's a TV show, I think it's a TV show. Is it like a cartoon TV I, I think it'll be a cartoon. Okay. But if it is, it reminds me of um, Loki, where it's like you can jump from here to here to here yeah. to here. A Madam Web ep- like show would allow you to get to all these different spider-related shows. Oh, I can yeah. see how that would be entertaining. Yeah. If it's animated. But she's I'm not, you're not following. You, there's no way you're following. <laughs> she just sits in the chair. Yeah. And probably goes to the bathroom and comes back. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> always the same. She's always in the same. Like, she's always introduced the same way. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, Shuri's cartoon is out now. We're going to be out soon, right? Yeah. That'll be fun, too. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be on streaming. It, I saw that it's on... No, probably um, Disney XD. 
or or probably gonna be on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus, which right. I already signed up for. Wait, which I would yeah, recommend doing. Totally when I say that. streaming, so think, I was thinking Disney streaming. Is that the same? Yeah, it'll thing? probably be on there. So, yeah. do you think that people will be able to get away with sharing? Yeah, plugins? yeah, to get like four different things. Oh, four, absolutely. four, four different streams. Because one of the late night shows, it was an old old episode, but I was on YouTube and they were like talking about the the Game of Thrones, like how many people watched the Game of Thrones finale, like however million, and it was like. On twelve, <laughs> on twelve HBO code. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I think um, this is a little bit of news. I'm pretty sure Ken and I are going to end up with with it. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's happening. It's I forget what I saw month. recently, and it's I was like, "Yeah, this is going to happen." Um, the last thing. That, so, so, so the Joker's coming out October fourth. Yeah, soon. It is upon us. Um, there's been an interesting press run for them. I've heard some good stuff. Okay. It initially was good. Then people were like, eh. So now the people who I know who've seen it have mm-hmm. said they've enjoyed the performances. They've enjoyed the cinematography. They don't like the story. Here's the thing. The idea mm-hmm. that someone like this. All right. So when you. So Todd it's very Phil- troubling in our times. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Todd Phillips removed all of the. So you need a Batman in the Joker to make it feel like. This isn't just terror. This isn't just terror. Yeah. I'm going to have something to say against you on this. When no, you get but I mean, it. like. Yeah, you're right. Like, in, in I the, need to know in, it's going to be okay. No, not that it's going to be. In the sense of telling the story, you have this madman, right? Mm-hmm. When you try to do, and, and shout out to Deepom, because Deepom said this. He was like, when you go around blurring the lines of, is this a comic book? And we're trying to do this grounded reality. Don't be upset when the lines blur and people are like, this isn't cool. Because I think, you know, there was a month this summer we had a mass shooting every weekend. Yeah. And yeah. I think the people who are like the Joker, we know in real life, they go get AR-15s, they show up at places and they shoot people. And so when you remove the Batman, you remove these other comic elements, you're not, you're not, you're not pouring into the fantasy that allows it to happen. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So people have been asking Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix about this and they have not responded well. Oh. Like Joaquin, like, ended a conversation with someone, like a, gen- a legitimate question, like... So, what about people who are, like, looking at this character? I mean, there's a way to answer it, but they've never answered it. You know, one of the things, though, I would... Answer this question for me. Um, The movie's not out yet. So, some people have seen it, and they're talking about it. But as, like, Joaquin Phoenix, how much is he supposed to say? How deep can he get when you haven't... Like, most people haven't seen it, and there's some limitations. But just, like, what do you... Can we have these conversations once it's out? You can talk very generally about, like what your expectation is like for instance and they brought this up uh d palm and chris brought this up on their podcast it happened with punisher where all of these sort of racist people were clinging on to the and he was and they went and like don burst on his instagram was like nah that's not this isn't the way to go and this is what we're showing not only is this not what we show in the show this is what i'm telling you like this this punisher way isn't that's not the route that's not what this is that's it yeah. yeah, that's not what it is so then they recently canceled so news came out that the, the fbi and different law enforcement agencies are Warning people about potential mass shooters at these screenings, mm. like legitimately. No way. Legitimately, no, not definitely even. Definitely way because the last Batman movie <clears throat> had. Well, or, yeah, that's true. But so it wasn't. It wasn't the last, the one, last Batman movie. It was, was it? the one with Joker. Though. Yeah, but the no, last, no, the one with Dark Knight Rises with Bane. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Adam Lanza. Yeah. Out in, in Colorado. Colorado. So they've been oh, warning. That's so right. did you have you seen it yet? I see it on Tuesday. Okay. So. Todd, so Todd Phillips, he, his response was like, "Oh, where was all this for for John Wick?" It's like, well, that's a difference. Like John Wick isn't trying to be 
a hyper realized film. It's not trying to be a real movie. It's a it's a hyper reality yeah. about it. I think it kind of is. John Wick is on its face is a ridiculous over the top action film. Yeah. Also, it's it's people fighting with I each agree. other. It's not and like it's not, some. It's not trying terrorist. to be this grounded reality. This real sort of like that's true. And that's what the Joker At is least by John apparently. Wick 3. Yes, it's this over the top. You've got dogs with bulletproof vest on, and yeah. like he's, he's wait. You're not be talking about John Wick three. My first impression was John Wick one. Even John, John Wick one is pretty grounded. But that's not. But there's also, not like terrorizing cities yes, and innocent people, and also right? John, like you're not meant to feel like they're not turning. Threatened. Like they're trying to like from what I, people who've talked to who've seen the movie turning the Joker into a sympathetic character. Oh, I doubt. I mean, I, okay. Fair from enough. people I know who've seen the movie, that's yeah. what they said. They're trying to like, and that like that's I think that's the difference. Like they're not making John Wick a sympathetic character. He's a it's it's a it's a classic revenge movie. He well, wants to revenge dog. Yes. The Joker isn't isn't any of that. So and that anyway, counts, okay. And for yeah. Todd Phillips to use that as like a weird sort of like, what about John Wick? Yeah, he's just saying violent. <clears throat> yeah, and that's not. What he's he's the equating point two is. things, and they're not that's the same. The thing is, I feel like he might he might have a point if he wasn't to go if he wasn't to use that as his retort. Like, exactly. The only thing he's about the like thing. what makes a good villain is a certain amount of your ability to empathize with them, even if you don't sympathize with their actions or yeah. agree with their actions. Like Don Draper. Well. Like Don, okay, I, so, anyway. It's funny you call him a villain, but he is kind of a villain of that show. Yeah. But I leave that. I, leave, I said all to say they canceled any press at their red carpet event. I agree with them. I don't. That's a bad idea. I mean, I understand. Like, you, you come from you, different places because you you literally like interact with these people and you do the news side. But some, if you're gonna drop something that you, you don't want vetted by the public every 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 step until people just sit and watch it and let the re- like the regular people make their decision but there is a certain movie. thing about tastemakers because they get to see things ahead of time they get to kind of build the conversation before but here's the problem is all the rest here's a problem with that they loved all the positive reviews early on they're if yeah. you watch now it's all these quotes from different critics so you can't have it both ways either you're okay <laughs> with all the stuff that they're saying or you're not okay with it so if you're gonna if you're gonna pull quotes from critics and put it on your posters and put it on your advertisement they want their cake you. and yeah, eat it you, too. you then can't say I well, I don't, you, I don't want this is, we can't necessarily say that they're a monolith yeah. you the people who are choosing this are like the people who who make decisions and trying to make money, like the studio or whatever, yeah. the people who made the movie may be just as happy if nobody saw it or nobody knew anything about it until everybody saw it. Like you have the artists and you have the money people, and the money people know the machine. The machine is you got to get this, you got to get press, That's, you got to get is people talking, you got to get this. And then if your talent is out here not able to really like answer the questions that you've set them up to have to answer, their preference might just be, hey, when the movie comes out. Everybody will have seen, and the discussion is not going to be led by, then, by t- tastemakers up front. Then say that. Don't cancel the press. Just be you, when you get posed a question like that. Just be like, you know what? I'm going to wait till everyone sees the movie, and then we're going to have a. Full he should discussion. do that. I'm saying it doesn't sound like I don't even then, agree it, with his John Wick statement. Yeah. he he could have they handled it. They're handling this poorly from the beginning. Yes, and yes. all this conversation about how it's not like the comics, and and we're, we're making highbrow comic book movies, and we want to sneak a real movie into the comic book world. He oh, said, "Fuck all, you for that." He's saying all of this stuff. <laughs> I mean, no, comic book, comic people don't know what comic books are. Yeah, at this point, right? Like these are not the ones from the seventies or even the eighties. Yeah. Like, well, the eighties were a lot of this stuff changed. Like there are just straight up stories that might have one or two like non grounded things yeah. in them. Like that Watchmen thing you sent. Like, what are yeah. you doing? 
Exactly. The, the, the Watchmen what are you is trying a good to make? example. Yeah, just make the Watchmen. Why are you trying to do something different with the Watchmen? Yeah. Why did they do that? Because well, I'm going to wait and see. I'm, I'm going to wait and see. But what they've said does not sound smart. No. You're trying to make it not a political show. Well, the whole thing was political. That's the entire no, but, yeah, but that's the article the made a good point. There's the... people who who just think Rorschach is cool. Not yeah, that Rorschach yeah. is a cautionary tale yeah. about <laughs> giving vigilante powers to somebody who is not on the level or whose mind is not entirely together. Instead, they're like, that's a cool mask and he gets to punch whoever he wants. And yeah. those put- are some of the people <laughs> who are probably worried about watching the Joker movie. Exactly. Yeah. But my point with the Joker movie was going to be and I, I, one of the, the, of course, I do read the stuff ahead of time. So, um, uh, I mean, it's not a spoiler or anything. But what they're saying is basically that our world makes Jokers all the time. Right. They don't no. make Batmans. Our right. world does not make Batman. And I can accept that this movie is about the making of a Joker. Because so much of Batman stuff, actually, the theme often is the creation of these villains were a response to the creation of the hero. Yeah. But I like that. that, that a did I? Bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I like the idea that um, Batman's father is in this. Right? Oh, apparently. Apparently his father's in this, but Batman's not in it. So the corruption of, of, of Gotham created can create the Joker before right. it created Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a pot of creating these negative sort of things. And I really appreciated, however, the person in the review or whatever was writing it was, yeah. Our world creates jokers. We've had these mass shootings. We've had um, Osama bin Laden. We've had terrorists. All types of people are, are, are like, like, but you don't end up with people in capes who have these honor codes that really go and do the heroic stuff. Do you think we would if we had superpowers? No. No, I no. think it would be worse. It would be like the boys. Yeah, it would be like the boys. The boys, mm. yeah, definitely. That's sad. Because I think, I think people's natural inclination isn't to be heroic. Well, and look at it this way. Really? Compare compare what we have to from from now to the founding times. We have superpowers. I mean, we have people with bulletproof vests, yeah. you, people who can shoot things like further than you can see, like or drones. We have it's not superpowers per se like comic books, but we have Batman all of doesn't these, have superpowers. He's got super he's, stuff. Right. So it works. But yeah, what you're saying like like examples. all of these advancements. It has not made a hero class of people. And actually, this this will tie really fun into my what have been watching when we get yeah. there. One anyway, that's, that's I, all I want to say. We'll see. Uh, can't wait to see it this week and, and kind of see what they've done with it. I'm excited. And have a full because the other thing it. I heard is that he stands out as his own distinct. Everyone Joker. has said that that he's like he's great. You've got your Jack Nicholson's. Everybody, nobody, nobody ever says Caesar Romero. I love Caesar. He's my favorite. Caesar Romero is great. He's my favorite. He's like, I have a mustache. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm still rocking my mustache. Um, he was know, great. Uh, so all of the the great uh, jokers yeah. that he actually stands out. His visual appearance is not just biting off because that was the thing with like I kind of accepted. Um, uh, Jared Leto's like I was not nearly as bothered as a lot of the internet I think, was. I think it was a bad movie. There's that. They but then also, in. it seemed like they were they're not they weren't trying to copy um, Heath Ledger. They were trying to respond to Heath Ledger. Right. It was like, oh, this is what like we have to change every little thing instead of creating something from the ground up. It seemed like well, Heath Ledger's Joker was so. We need to make him more twisted and mm. give him the fronts, the gold yeah. fronts, and the, the tattoo, the, the tattoo on his forehead. I make don't him know, gangster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but that I, I like. I thought that's it was the aspect more, I like. Yeah. 
because in the in like the comics and stuff, like there often would be like they're sitting around at the at their club, which would usually be like themed. Yeah. yeah. But you have all of these low lives because we always were like, where do all of their uh, hinge people come from? Yeah. It's like, yeah, he he has a, a CD strip club or whatever. Like I could kind of buy it, especially because it was Florida, right? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it made sense. Like. Jared Leto, it was was like the punk one, and they hadn't had that one yet, so it didn't seem like it was that much of a reaction to Heath Ledger, other than just like, okay, what what other character are we going to do? We want to do a punk one, this is what it might look like. I didn't think it was like, oh, we're going to have the opposite Heath Ledger. No, 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 I didn't say he's the opposite. It's a reaction to He was a reaction to. Hmm. What I think is is, is a valid point, because they wanted... Letters Joker to be a reaction. It was a reaction to Jack Nicholson's. It was. Well, Jack Nicholson's also, was very much more pulled together, like suit. Like, well, they classy. all wear. He always wears a suit, but he was yeah more classy, yeah. like an um, old mobster type. He was. Of guy. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that was his or- origin story in the actual show too, mm-hmm. or in that movie. Also, I think we haven't done that movie yet, have we? No. I think people don't do Cesar Mar- Romero because he's old. Like, I don't remember I that Joker. Say, oh, I do. Oh no, I do. But you guys, I think are a older. lot of people do. Yeah. No, I'm not older than you. No, I said older. Yeah, sorry. But you are older than me. It's either, it's <laughs> I am by a couple of months. But that, that that show came out in 1966. But That's what I'm to, saying. I didn't see it. It was old then. But everyone so recognizes Adam it, West as Batman. But yeah. I don't. A lot Honestly, of people I do. Don't. A lot of people yeah. still do. Yeah. Okay. It's well, kind of a kitchen. Kind of the way. You're, you're right, honey. But kind of the way. Not nearly as many people remember Star Trek, the original Star Trek. But it's in the it's in the atmosphere yeah. for, yeah, but I think for they, sci-fi. That old Batman is in the atmosphere still. I believe yeah. you, except for I see, like, they have all of these Captain Kirk, and he still, like, makes his appearances, like, William Shatner shows up. And so I, I, I'm I, more um, exposed to it than I am of that old Batman. And then similar, like, what's the Doctor Who that had the long Tom scarf? Baker. So, like, but he is also, like, kind He's of pressed doctor in that. my mind. But I think that that's more so for those two but than for The Romero, one extra thing, Susan though, Romero. is there's a lot of things that you did not recognize growing up because exactly. you didn't know these specific. So That's for instance, in, um, and this is a little more minor, but in um, Family Guy, the mayor of the city that Family Guy lives in is Adam West. Yeah. Voiced by Adam West. Is Adam okay. West. Like, is the so name again, of the- I think, and he's Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think like, I'm a little bit more popular. Like, um, I'm more on the spectrum of being introduced to the stuff later. Yeah. Right? right. Exactly. You guys yeah, yeah. are. And so I'm just saying, like, I think, for those of us who are a little more surface level, new to this, that's what, why you're not going to hear us name one of the Romero, sets we that will say, me put together is the old school Batman cave, though. You helped me with that. Yeah, I didn't know what I was making. <laughs> I was putting together the Legos. That's exactly my point. Um, okay, so I'm excited for Joker. Yeah, and I think I honestly think it's good to have it, it, it since it's not going to be part of October. Like fa- immediately falling because it is We're, kind of scary. We should do Batman right next to Joker. Like okay. messing my mind. I think that'd be a good combo. Oh, Batman in November. Mm. Batman and then Joker. Yeah, we could do that. Um, okay, so I had one other piece of news. Let's see. Can we do it quick, or are we going to yeah. skip it for next week? No, I'll save it for next week. Okay. My pieces of news, I'll skip save for next week. Um, so okay. Wait, Shavana, did you have any news? No. Okay. <laughs> news you're here visiting us it's happy and maybe moving can i maybe. say that out loud yes. in, in the world okay yes. yay to seattle oh, nice. um so okay what are you guys doing what have you been up to what are you thinking about reading listening to doing kenda wants to go first i've got a bit that's been going on yeah what's up i just spent eight days in tunisia 
Yeah. I, did, I, I visited a friend from college who uh, works out there um, with the government, and that was really fun. Now, you said you were going to be reading comic books. How was your reading? I got no reading done. <laughs> no, I thought I was going to get all types of stuff done, but it, I dealt with the time difference pretty well, but like never got on a regular um, cycle. So one of the really cool things about Tunisia that we found out before you left is that it is where they film Tatooine. Yes. Unfortunately, it was all the way... I was in the north of this country. It was all the way in the south of the country, so we would have had to fly. And after my experience with Tunisia Air, I was definitely not looking to fly again <laughs> on Tunisia That's Air. That's fair. But you were still in the, that part of the world. That's cool. Yeah. yeah it, and it, literally, there's a, a village nearby named Tatooine, spelled differently. So I think they just took that name. That's funny. Yeah. Wow. Also, the, also the, uh, the ancient city of Carthage is located in um, Tunisia, right next to the capital. And you did go there. Oh, I did. So Rome was like one of my favorite places to go. And for anybody who doesn't know uh, about Carthage, you may have heard of Hannibal, who who uh, marched the elephants over the Alps to attack Rome. He was fighting for Carthage. Carthage fought three wars against Rome called the Punic Wars. And after they lost the final one, Rome became the power of the Mediterranean. So it reminds me a little bit of like the end of World War II when all of a sudden America, like had, all of the major rivals had been defeated. So that sounds right because when I think of Carthage, what I think of is the Battle of Carthage, like, or Battle for Carthage. It's in Gladiator. It's also Joaquin oh, Phoenix. Oh, 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 and I know. I get what you mean. Yeah. Scipio Africanus was the, was a uh, Roman general who defeated Carthage. And yes, they do do a very, very rough sort of reenactment in the movie Gladiator. You're absolutely right. Okay. So was it cool? Yeah, it was great. And um, I'll have some some more pictures up on my Instagram. And your Um, handle is what? At Thundercats? Thundercats. uh, T-H-A-N. How did I spell that? Well, if Uh, if folks are following our MIT-80s. Uh, IG, they can find you because you're tagged in all the photos. Yes. So Thundercats. And also, speaking of cats, there's a huge amount of um, of these stray cats all over. And I think it's a cultural thing, maybe partly North African or... Because no. I think in Egypt, they also have a similar thing. Now, don't they like... Am I re- remembering this correctly from some kind of history or fake history that uh, the Egyptians worshipped cats? Yeah. So I thought maybe that would be part of it. But Tunisia is... I mean... Libya is is in between, and it's a much bigger country than Tunisia. Yeah, is. but nor- still North Africa. That's why I said maybe North African. I don't know whether or not it it covers like North African culture, or whether it's more specific to some of these cities. But they're all over the place as you walk through the market, the Medina, and they're just all in these little they're, they're little corners, and people feed them. I got a whole like this this a uh, whole piece of a. Uh, Salami, not dried salami, is more the wet salami. Yeah, it looks like lunch meat. Yeah, exactly. And you go around, and you can feed the cats. <laughs> wow! Um, but you're not allowed to touch them. Kendon, I'm, like not, I'm not allowed to kind of touch them because my friend was saying everything here is going to be ten times more difficult. So don't get injured by like touching some stray cat because it's going to be ten times more difficult to get you get you to a good clinic and this and that. So it's it's mm. not that you're not allowed to touch the cats, but. I'm not allowed to touch the cats. I got a message during the trip, mid-trip, for when you come to Tunisia, you're not allowed to touch the cats. Oh, wow. Like, all right, check. I will remember this. So um, so that slides right into my what have we been watching, which I'm going to talk about these three foreign films I decided to watch on my way over um, 
This is on the flight to um, Frankfurt on my way there. Um, first of all, uh, watching foreign movie on, uh, foreign films on the move on the plane is actually a pretty good idea because you can just like sit and really look at the uh, subtitles. Because oh, normally, like when I'm watching it like home or something, I'm more distracted or looking all around. So I watched three movies. Um, oh, what is one of them? I think was called Two Point so the first one was like a Bollywood movie, but not like oh, in no, the no. dancing sense. Of course, there was dancing. It was an action it. movie. It was an, yeah. Do you know about this? Yeah, they're With long. Chitty? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I've you seen, seen it too? No, I've seen the movies before though. They're they're intense. So this one, the intense Bollywood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love Bollywood. Movies. And actually, I'll, <laughs> I I'll, like, I'll put. Some, I do too, but I'm not sure these are what I love. <laughs> I'll put what some some pictures up because I took some pictures of the screen because I was like, "What? This is so wild." Yeah. Um. And there was a dance number during that during the um, the end credits, yeah. but it had like nothing to do with the movie. There was Lots like, of slow motion. Yeah, yeah. So this movie was basically <laughs> it was a sequel to something. I, I was able to glean that after watching. Um, it was like there's a a robot, basically a Tony Stark, right? But he builds robots instead of suits, and all of a sudden everybody's cell phones start like flying out of their hands and flying away. And then they turn into like a giant eagle and this giant eagle is like attacking the city. And so oh he has God. to bring his robot named Shitty, Chitty. I keep thinking like, like, uh, Shitty Teriyaki. Yeah. From Shitty South Park. Um, <laughs> and this is just like this wild, like robot, like Elvis kind of looking. And basically you're, f- it, so you've got robot fighting. Cell phone sounds like a eagle. cocaine, not a cocaine dream, but something yeah. drug induced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they fight for a while, and then like partway through, the whole movie changes for like 20, 30 minutes. I swear to God, because you find out that the villain, the villain, wait, was, is this a spoiler? Yeah, it's a spoiler for a Bollywood movie. Nobody's going to see unless they're really interested in what I'm telling them right now. <laughs> okay. So the villain was an orth, uh, what do you call it, ornithologist, so a bird scientist. And he was finding out that all of these cell phone towers were killing the birds mm. and was like uh, messing with their ability to migrate or to fly. And in the over, like it shows this whole sad story of his life. Like he, it shows him as a kid and like the birds would fly in and he disconnected his uh, ceiling fan so that the birds could be comfortable. Aww. And he was like, this is when I decided I was going to dedicate my life to birds. And so sweet. like he has this house out in, you know, not rural house, but like outside of the city. And there's all of these birds and he's got his students and blah, 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 blah. And then the birds start dying. And then he's going and trying to teach uh, or he's going to seminars, trying to talk to important people um, in the telecommunications area and, and all of this, trying to be like, you're killing the birds, blah, 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 blah. And, and finally he dies. Um, oh, he hangs himself from a cell phone tower. Right? Oh, that! Oh and my his God. spirit like enters like oh, negativity so or whatever. A ghost. Yes, so, kind of a ghost. Yeah. And he's stealing <laughs> and, and people's cell phones. This whole thing you watch this whole like sad story, and you find out that the people that the bird thing has been killing have been like the, the greedy business people. Yes, this movie is wild. In nine days, it will target you. Oh, oh my! God. So it's actually like kind of a scary movie not a scary movie no, but no. like a, it's just a really campy over the top action movie yes so anyway so he has embodied these cell phones and he everybody's cell phone is like this weapon okay anyways the movie is wild um you recommend it it sounds like i 
actually do. All I right. wanna, I was recommend ready to recommend it to you, mm-hmm. and then you I saw got the backstory. The, the backstory, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, we might have to skip this section. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like the movie kept being on the good guy's side, but I was actually on the bad guy's side. Yeah. Because like he there, he was making all these points. It's like you're killing birds. We cannot live without birds. You know, birds are super important. Speaking of which, <laughs> yeah. I saw an article. I don't know if it's fake news or not, but that. The bee has officially been called the most important animal on the planet. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. It might be true. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense, right? Another, yeah. No, the birds the and the birds bees. Birds meet matter. Um, so you said you had three. Yes. I'll go a little faster on the other two. So that was Indian. Okay. Then I watched one called Copper Man, which is an, an Italian movie, kind of superhero movie. Okay. You would really like this one. So this guy, it's a small town. Um, and there's this guy who's kind of um, a little slow. Um, and he lives alone with his mom growing up. And then he has he makes a little friend, this little girl. But the little girl's dad is a lone shark who has been kind of harassing his mom. And then eventually um, the mom tells on, on the abusive father. Um, and so the little girl gets taken away and... The um the dad goes to prison, and anyways the the main character always wanted to be a superhero like his dad because his mom had told him that his her dad his dad had left to go and clean up the world as a superhero, um and eventually he becomes uh, a little superhero he calls copper call, he calls himself Copper Man and mm-hmm. his father surrogate has put like puts together a bunch of copper armor for him and it's really funny because he ha- he needs to get an umbrella so that he can sketch everywhere. He mm-hmm. hangs on the back of the buses mm-hmm. and like rollerblades around and hands people uh, flares. And he's like, light off this flare and Copper Man will come and save you. It's oh an adorable God. movie. Like you would really, really, really like it. Um, so that was that. Um, I highly recommend that one as well. And then I watched Ip Man Legacy. <laughs> How many Ip Mans are there? A lot. <laughs> five, well, five, five. Five now, but one of them definitely doesn't count, I think. But it's still called Ip Man. Yeah. Yeah. Do you so, watch these? But this one. Hmm? Have you watched these? Sh- yes. Yeah. Okay. This one has nothing to do with Ip Man. It's just a guy that Ip Man beat up one time. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, gosh. Did you see Ip Man 3? Yes. So you know he has that closed door fight with that one guy? Yeah. It's about him. Oh. Oh. So, I mean, it's not like completely tangential, but it's clearly like it re- reminds it's me. It's a spinoff. Which I, which I haven't watched all of, but is it Born Legacy? Which is the Born? Yeah. With with Ritter, Born Legacy, I think. Yeah, Born Legacy, I think. Yeah, yeah. Where like my, I gathered that. Yeah, there's it touches the Born thing kind of, but it's really us trying to push a new character forward. Right, but Born Legacy is like it's still in that same universe. Yeah, well, this one's same people. Clearly, I mean, it's in the same universe as well. Interacting with the same people. I think I should have recognized more of the characters. Okay, cool. Um, the fighting is amazing. Michelle Yeoh is amazing. So is Dave Bautista. Nice. So oh, also one Bautista in it. Yeah. Oh. Because right. one of the previous ones had um, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson in it. Yeah. So are you recommending it? I'm recommending it as well, but just like it's fun. It's not interesting. <laughs> are you recognize- like- recommending Ip? <laughs> You're crazy, Ip man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Sorry. you for somebody saying it. <laughs> which remind us which one of this is now? Ip Man Legacy, maybe. So literally, like born legacy, but it man that, well, legacy. That's why I have the word legacy stuck on my that's head. That's funny. Like, is it? Is it? Are they both legacy? I don't know. I can't remember now. Okay, but so, you're recommending it. I recommend uh, all three of those movies. All right. Play Tim, a drinking game if you watch uh, 2.0. Yeah. 
the <laughs> the Indian one. What should you drink to? You'll figure you'll figure out a lot of. Th- he has <laughs> the wildest like uh, uh, catchphrases. Sometimes he's just like boop or like because th- it's like part English, part Hindi, part what like. Anyways, we'll we'll watch it sometime. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tim. What are you up to? Uh, I watched In the Shadow of the Moon on Netflix. And Netflix oh. Is that out now? Yeah. It is. I've been seeing... Because it wasn't out like two days... I was trying yeah, to Friday. download it to, to watch on the plane. It wasn't out. Yeah. Came Friday. How is it? It's good. Okay. It's a cool little sci-fi film where these murders keep taking place every nine years. And this officer who's involved uh, during the first one is trying to figure out why they're happening. Hmm. This woman who he thinks died shows back up nine years later. And he's like, uh, that's the same girl. And what is going on? So yeah. and she dies in like very obvious ways. Yeah, like, she gets really hit by dead. the train. Yeah, she's, oh, she's dead. not dead. Yeah, dead, she can't like, just be here. She can't just. Oh, did you watch it? Up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when did you get to see it? Yesterday. What do you think? <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I really liked. I liked it. it. I really liked it. It was really fun. I was really hoping to get it on it so I could wa- I could mention it. I didn't know you were gonna have seen it. Kenan. Yeah. What do you think about the twist? Did you see it coming? No. I did not either. Absolutely not. Now I know there's a twist. Sorry. There's a twist. There, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's always gonna be a twist in it. It was like good that. though. I was like, they oh, said really it was like good. like a mix between um, Zodiac and Terminator. Mm. <laughs> Zodiac. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of. Time <laughs> travel because of Terminator. <sighs> I guess so. I'm not gonna say anymore. <laughs> I right. enjoyed it. It was fun. Some good it performances. Was really good. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. You feel for the characters. We'll be watching that soon. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you've been doing? I'd watch it again. Uh, watch it later yeah. Today? Uh, yeah. What did I, I, what did I cool. watch? I think I watched something else. Did I don't know what I saw. Something. <laughs> what are you doing, Kendon? Her hair looks just like yours. Oh. <laughs> so, much, so is this your sign for curly hair? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> sign, Kendon sign language. Kendon sign no. language. This is funny. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Oh, I was telling Shalia earlier. I was, I was listening to this podcast called Swindled. And so this episode was about people who were like scamming during 9-11 or have made money after 9-11, like Whoa. lying about being at Ground Zero. What? It's Our all president? Cra- it's all- <laughs> yeah. There's all these crazy stories mm. about people who have said they've done things during Ground Zero and they were never there. They like got tons of money from people or, you know, spoke DC. No way. Yeah. It's a real thing. Is it too cynical to say that that's the American way? No. It is cynical, though. The but that's... I just... I'm not surprised. I don't think it's the I'm majority just, of, but it's similar to the Joker where it's like, but there are people out there who are just it, like, but who it's do so, that. It's what? such a personal thing. You would think like, why would someone make this up? No. Because it's like, that's crazy that you would make up. Like, I was at Ground Zeroes and I, I drug bodies out and I saw buildings land on people and it was so chaotic. And, You'd like because it's such a heroic story and people and like so chaotic. put themselves in massive major events. Yeah, it's so chaotic. That how would anyone know? It's such no, a, nobody would know. No, and we weren't like we were talking about this. Like social media was not what it was. The internet was not what it was. Yeah, you can't then. confirm that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Versus it's like hard. now, what I have is like someone marking themselves safe because yeah. I know where they are via yeah. Facebook, and then they say I'm I'm okay though. Not like oh yeah, you were at home on your couch like oh, I was down in the rubble. Wow, digging people out. Speaking of social media, and I'm not gonna go far into this, but to date this episode, they just called for impeachment or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I would really be interested, like you said, we didn't have social media during 9-11, what uh, the 90s would have been like with social media and Bill Clinton and his impeachment. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been insane. fascinating. It would have been insane. It would have been, been much more about the incident than the impeachment. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's a series of Black Mirror episodes they should do. Just yeah. drop social media into, I don't know. The 90s. Or into in, into Nixon. Yeah, just yeah. pick all of them. <laughs> yeah, all of them. That would be funny. Um, anything else you're doing? That's it. So did we talk about this on air uh, recently where we were talking about on 9-11, we were both supposed to go see Maya at the fair? We might have. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I've been doing is I just went to the fair this year. I ha- we don't go every the, year. Uh, Washington but State Fair. Washington State Fair okay. in Puyallup. They call it Do the Puyallup. And it's our safe fair. And it's every September, right when school starts. Um, and my niece is now four and tall enough to get on rides. And so this was the first time since high school that I'm at the fair and we're actually like getting tickets to go on rides. And it's fun. It's like nice that she's reached this age. Um, but also being like, wow, this is kind of weird to be the adult while the kid is on the rides. No. Like, whoa, what's going on? It happens quick. <laughs> yeah. But got to do that and it was nice because it turned out to be a sunny day. And then I also watched Mary Queen of Scots. My um, sister loved that movie. It was interesting. Like, I, it was, it was sold to me as like woman power movie and it was interesting the hard part is i don't know how factually accurate it is so if it's like if it's somewhat factually accurate that these two women were talking back and forth and like their relationship was more um reasonable basically versus like there's politics happening which were guiding the decisions but the characters and their connection was not what it would appear from like history um that's really cool but I have no idea. This kind of segues into what we talked about recently on the podcast of like these, not biopics, but yeah, like it's not a documentary. So I have no idea how accurate it is. Right. If it is accurate, then like, whoa, that's really cool. And I learned something. If it's not accurate, then I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. But but um, what's her name? Margot. Probably. Amazing. So she looks awful in this. And I didn't like I kept watching and being like, this person is so familiar. Who is it? Who is it? I did not. I made it through the whole movie not understanding who it was and then realizing, like, having to look it up and be yeah. like, oh, wow. I can't believe you could look so terrible. She's a good so actress. I think she is. There's a, a. You see I, Tanya? No. No. She's really good in that. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. She was good in I, Tanya. I think there's a category that you she can put good. called well-researched but not necessarily accurate. Yeah. Because when, you, when it comes to historical things like that. There's probably a ton of controversy. It yes. doesn't mean that if you just you read so 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 many books, like you eventually you have to take somebody's account, you know, as and if there's conflicting accounts, which oft, often there's going to be in a political situation like that. Yeah, so but it, there's it, a third option, I guess. Yeah, that it's like some sort. There's true elements in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just it's really cool because it also puts a lot more political twist to it for me in my mind than what um what I've thought of it before. Like you think of Bloody Mary and you think about like this, these two women being really violent and fighting for power. Um, but then you see this and you're like, okay, it's not quite what it seems. Also though, there's a lot of people of color in it and I don't know how accurate that is for those mm-hmm. eight days. And then there's also um, a gay man. I think, think he's, abs- yeah, he is gay. That would have and all that's, existed. Yeah, that's something. Definitely. Yeah, and so, but, like, and the way that they respond to him, and, like, he's basically one of the girls, like, they are friends with him and I adore him. I don't think it would be like that. Yeah. Do you remember Braveheart? Mm-hmm. Vaguely. Do you yeah. remember the the prince had a friend? Yes, and I, I remember. Didn't have, I did not get what was going, I did not get what that was implying until. I don't remember that. So, he, the king throws 
the the prince's advisor friend out of a window at one point. Oh yeah. And you remember the prince has not been having a child. Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mind believe, is blown. I believe that's what was going on yeah. there. Yeah. And I I mean, so that sounds right to me, especially like Game of Thrones is not historical, but similar. Yeah. Like you just that is something that's around. But the way that he's received into like this group, um, the the women's group loves him. Like he's mm-hmm. he's one of the friends. And then but he does face the uh dangers of that from like in that time similar. Well throughout so. history you've had you've had, for instance, like eunuchs and just all types of other People who did eunuchs not- are real. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't what? know that. Yeah, you know that? No, I really thought that was a Game of Thrones thing. Yeah. No. No, 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 oh. no, no. Wow, no. No. Again, I don't know what's accurate. And what's not? Eunuchs are in the Bible. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they've been around for a long time because it's a way of you having male servants around that you don't have you to, don't worry, have to about worry about the them getting in or whatever. Right. Because yeah. you get castrated. Yes. Yes. And, and in fact, I, knew that. I don't know if it counts as a eunuch, but. The last official castrati, which is how they used to make uh, sopr- like male sopranos, they, oh, they used yeah. to castrate young boys. I think that lasted into into the 1900s. No wow. way. There's an audio recording. I, did, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that you can find an scary. audio recording of the last castrati. <gasps> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um so that's what I've been up to. Shivana, what have you been up to? What are you listening to, watching? It sounds like you've watched a lot of these. <laughs> Anything else that you've been you've seen that well, you want to share? The, the only reason I watch a lot of things is because my husband is really into movies. Uh-huh. So I end up watching whatever he's watching. Or Same. he'll tell me. He liked our movie screen downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you so have you watched or read anything else or listened to any podcasts or um, music? I think the last thing we watched was Sumnar or Something like that. It's a. Have you heard of Sumnar? Midsummer. 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 Yeah, we saw. Uh, that. Was it called yeah. Midsummer? Yeah. Oh. I thought it was cut called Midsummer. S O M. It's S M A R. That's why. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But um, yeah, that creeped me out. Yeah, that Kevin was the says last I'm not allowed to watch that one. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You're. Yeah. It's. It's. He's not sure I'm going to travel with him after that. And, yeah, that's actually what what it is. Yeah. It's interesting. It wasn't really scary. It wasn't. But it, it's, I mean, there's parts that are. Oh, you were going to bring me a copy yes. of Hereditary. Yes. Oh, I that was really Hereditary. good, too. I still haven't seen it. I was you really haven't? wanting to see it. So, this is the same director. Yeah. I heard that one's scary. And, and he also did um, Mother, didn't he? Did he do Mother? No. No? Okay. Oh, I That's saw Aaron commercials no. for Aaronofsky. Hereditary. Oh, that okay, looks okay. scary. Darren Aaron. That looks terrifying. was scary I'm not to watching me. That. To me, it was scary. Hereditary yeah. was really scary. And mm. I, like when I started watching it, I did not know what it was about. So I didn't. <laughs> oh. so he just like, you got to watch this movie with me. You got to watch it. You can't set people up for that. He does it to me all the time, though. You got you you to warn witch. Yes. That was a, a good, good one. one. Oh, my God. Would that scare Shalia too much? Yes. Yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> yes I know it will. <laughs> so so that he watches like a lot of weird stuff yeah. like that and i get sucked into it fair okay well being speaking of being sucked into things oh <laughs> nice thanks and also speaking of cake um are you guys ready to talk about our movie for this week wait, 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 where did the cake labyrinth. come from i was talking about um they wanted their cake and eating it too Ooh. and oh, then she yeah. talks about the labyrinth being a piece of cake oh okay. all right very, okay. very good thanks she does so, say that 
She does. Okay, which was a dumb thing to say. Yeah, it was. A lot of the things that she said was like she's very strategic of like what she's going to say, and then sometimes what she chooses. I'm like, I don't quite get it. But okay, a world where anything seems possible and nothing is what it seems. The world of labyrinth. The labyrinth. Oh no, labyrinth. Labyrinth. Okay, Tim, tell us about it. Labyrinth. Uh, directed by Jim Henson. Yeah. And so why are we watching this? So this is a collaboration that followed the collaboration for Dark Crystal. Right. Okay. We've got David Bowie, Jennifer yep. Connelly, Toby Froud. And a whole bunch of puppets. <laughs> Hella puppets. Yeah. That's essentially it. And Frank Oz is part of it, Frank right? Frank Oz is yep. part of it, yeah. Okay. Um, Shivana, as our guest, do you want to tell us what this movie is about? Uh, sure. So... It's about a girl. We said she was 15, 14, She's 15, 15 in the movie. And she's struggling at home. She has a new stepmother. And her father now has a baby. Mm-hmm. And she's having to watch the baby. And she's really into theater. And she's really mm-hmm. specifically into this one play called Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. That's why she has. That's why she has the figure on her desk. Yeah, of the well, Goblin King. Like she carries the play in mm-hmm. her, and she, you know, pocket or whatever. And she like lives in make believe, but mm-hmm. it's like this is one. I couldn't get. Did you get the idea of that? This is the one that she does, or this is one of them. What? Like I, I, I think I, this is her I favorite. Like this is what she. Like this is the main one. Okay. Like she does. Yeah. Or like you know, as children, you know, in that moment, this is what your life is all about mm-hmm. uh, so from, all about cars I yeah think. so this was all she was, she was okay. focused on at the time for the beginning of our discussion do we think this all happened no 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 i i think it she fell asleep as soon yeah. as she fell like when she came into the room and was before oh. she even went into the kids room i not think she room. was awake she's just she lives in make-believe and so she was just make-believe that whole time no, i think she was asleep um so this also this actually does tie in really well with pan's labyrinth then of like yeah. a little girl who gets lost. I didn't yeah. realize that they were connected like that, but I'm realizing they are. Yeah. So the plot is that her baby brother gets taken oh. by the Goblin King, she and she's got to get through the labyrinth in order to save him, and she's got mm-hmm. a time ticking time. She wished him away though. She did. She followed the. Yeah. She yeah. followed the thing to do it, and she has a certain amount of time to get the baby, or the baby becomes a goblin. Right. That's the quick plot, right? I wanted to add to your comparison though, because also in Pan's Labyrinth, she has a new step father yeah. in that one and a new baby brother yeah baby well i don't know if it's a, a baby there's a baby there's, there's a, a baby, baby that she's trying to protect she's trying to protect yeah. the baby but she doesn't make it out of that one like this girl does or does she she, she doesn't she doesn't you're right um or she wakes up and then wakes up like we don't see the ending like this one well the question is it, did she make it to the fairy to become a fairy princess which is what they show at the end but she's probably just dying do you remember the end of Pan's I, I don't. I guess she, not. she gets to go up onto the throne with her dad and her mom, and the fawn is there and bowing and all of this other mm-hmm. stuff. And then she wakes like, up. Oh yeah. No, she doesn't wake up. Yeah, like, but I am suggesting that she does. Like Pan's Labyrinth ends earlier than like this movie where we see her back in her room and okay. I'm, that's what I'm suggesting. No. But you're saying no. That's not a possibility. No, I, think we see, I think we see her laying she on the ground bleeding dies. out. No way. I don't remember that part. Well, I'll have to rewatch it. 
I, I don't quite remember all the way, but okay. I believe that that's the way. It's a that, bittersweet ending. I guess ending. we're watching that too. <laughs> so how do you guys want to talk about Labyrinth? There's a lot to talk about. We can, and so there's the points within the film, and then there's the reception because this was not a success, right? Like no. it didn't even make made like half of what it cost. To and make. then there's yeah. David Bowie, and there's David Bowie, and there's Jennifer Connelly. So I want so. to talk a lot in context with with uh, Dark Crystal and the overall yeah. like Jim Henson movie. So um, first of all, it had the same budget as Dark Crystal. So according to Wikipedia, at least. They both cost about $25 million to make, but Dark Crystal made 41 while this made like 15 Now, right. this one I think has hu- even bigger love, like cult classic, than mm. Dark Crystal does. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it's paid for itself probably as soon as it hit VHS or something like that. Yeah. Um, this movie I feel like is way, way better than Dark Crystal. I agree. Like in basically every way. Except for the mm-hmm. villains, I really, really like the Skeksis. We, can, <laughs> we don't have to re-go over that, uh, the Skeksis from Dark Crystal. But this movie, I think one of the things they benefited from was just putting a human in, a couple of humans in. Yeah. And it actually didn't take away from my quote-unquote believability of the puppet characters. They still fit in just fine. While, um, and I remember he's going to forget the, the Gelfling's name in Dark Crystal. Jen. Jen. Mm-hmm. I feel like that took away, like him being the the protagonist took away from my immersion in the world. So you feel like if it was a human, it would have done better? I think, well, I don't know if it would have done better because it made more money. Well, you feel like it would have been a better movie. Yeah, I would have been more into it. Because the thing about, uh, I mean, life slash animation and, and all of that is the face is what brings you in. And we've seen this through so many movies. It's always symbol symbolism of the face or even the eyes in Blade Runner and stuff like that. So um, if you, for me, if the main character doesn't grab my attention or empathy or whatever, then that's a wasted character. So one of the things I think is difficult about doing the human actor for Dark Crystal is that it's such a make-believe world and... The Gelflings are a thing. So they would have had to really make up the actor in order to really make you stop thinking that it's just a human. Like, I don't think you're supposed to be thinking of Jen as human-like. Well, I guess you kind of do. I guess you just give them pointy ears and... and I mean, Star Trek, yeah. They were were making different alien species. He's a puppet. I mean, Jim Henson, he... Puppets, so I think that's why yeah. it worked. I don't. That's I don't think it worked. <clears throat> I do. Oh, okay. I love I love Dark Crystal. It's one of my favorite movies. So more than Labyrinth. Yes. More wow. than Labyrinth. Yes. Why? All right. Well, what what is it about Dark Crystal? Um, I, I liked every every character in Dark Crystal. I really did. I liked how they did every character. I liked how all the the every it was so fantasy like and I it for a child I guess at that age it was very very amazing to me. Now how old were you when you watched it? Oh my gosh. I was probably Willow's age so 5. Okay. Yeah. I mean I was she's young. Yeah. You were born six years, or she's yeah, she was born six after years it. after it came yeah. out, so she could be very young when she yeah. watched it. Mm-hmm. And how old were you when you watched Labyrinth? Um, I was older. I was probably in middle school. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Okay. How is this movie for a middle school girl then? Because she's basically your middle, middle school, school girl. Yeah. yeah. I I I liked it, of course. 
I told you, like, it was one of my favorite movies, but I still would consider Dark Crystal my favorite uh-huh. of the two. Interesting. But, We're lucky we have you here right now, an yeah, expert in so. both yeah. movies. <laughs> <laughs> we had a subject matter expert, yeah. folks. But I think for The Labyrinth, she was not my favorite character, as you would think. It was David. Oh, Bowie. I think she was. I think she's kind of. What do you call it? She's bland. I don't want to call her bland. She Jeff serves a Collins? purpose. She aggravated me. She serves a purpose. Somebody <laughs> for did. you to follow around. She was so selfish to me. And oh, yeah. That is fair. And I really hated that. Right but off the I, beginning. I really liked She was David selfish. Bowie. They start yeah. her off as like, well, I mean, she's an adolescent girl, right? Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. She's mean. Yeah. <laughs> and like. She was a brat. She was. She was, she was being a brat. And, and like, as I'm older, I understand kind of the complex storyline they were trying to feed us of that being her stepmother and her having to deal with this change in her life this baby is taking all their attention her father's attention so i guess i can understand her behavior i still don't like it do we know what happened to her mom <laughs> no they never get into okay that. um yeah well like so she's yeah so like the parent the new stepmom one, they have a new baby. Yeah. Two, they go out every weekend. Yeah. So she has to watch and every weekend. And that aggravated like, me too. Like, she's like, we hardly go out. Yeah. You go out every weekend. And she just talks over her there. So I and didn't... then the, the father's like, I'll talk to her. And then he doesn't talk yeah, to well, her. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting. So it's like, okay, you're trying to get a little bit of attention from your right. dad. And yeah. then she's upset when he walks. She's like, I don't want to talk to you. And then he leaves. And she's like, oh, like, you really want to talk to me. Too. Yeah, Yeah, because he's like, I'll talk to her. And then he just tells her we're leaving. And hey, I wasn't the baby's- sure who to yeah. believe, though. She said every weekend, but she just said every weekend. Exactly, but the the stepmother kind of just talked over her, so I kind of agree. It probably was probably most true. Weekends. You think yeah. it's every weekend? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so this is supposed to be a coming of age movie, a bit, and I guess the idea is she's going to be less selfish in the end, but still be a kid. But yeah. Be nicer to a baby brother. Right. Is that the coming of age part? Yeah. yeah. Um, I read well, somewhere on one of the, like, when I searched it, um, someone talking about her, like, experiencing love. And I didn't see any love interest except for potentially Hoggle, which I didn't mm, think there was a love interest no. there. No. And no, or David Bowie. Game. Yeah. Because you which is remember that problematic. Da- dance scene? And they're, like, looking in each other's eyes and When stuff. she's all dazed. What, yeah. After he roofied her. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yes. it was very yeah. scary Actually, that he roofied her. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. And then she it, wakes up and has no idea what yeah. happened. I always heard it a bit more of, like, a sexual awakening story as opposed to a love story. That makes more I sense. I think it's more like he's an erotic fi- figure. Than it is that he had bowls in his pants when he was walking. Oh my god! I had yeah, to put Shalia yeah. was like, I missed it, and well, me, we had to read it. Like, what? We had to go back. You all what? <laughs> There's also like the, just a straight up frame of a crotch shot. Yeah. Um, when he's talking to Hoggle, so one of so I was like, this is very problematic. He was what in his forties. Uh, yeah, just turning 40. Was he, and was she, he that old? yeah, he was born yeah. in 47. Mm-hmm. And she was 15 when this was released. So probably 14 when it was made. So it was like, that's probably, okay, but he then was I'm born thinking, in 47? he was born in 47. Yeah. So then I'm thinking, so he's 39. But that so, would make him only, tw- yeah. Okay, go ahead, honey. So then I'm thinking, <laughs> <laughs> just trust me. Um, don't Math. verify. It's always okay to verify me, especially when you're talking about my arithmetic. Um, <laughs> She was 14 or she was a 15 year old girl. And oh, so I don't see it 
reciprocating necessarily. Like he doesn't actually like thrust at her so much as like she's looking at him a certain way. And I was thinking like as like considering who David Bowie was in 1986, would it be realistic that a 15 year old like Jennifer Connelly would have posters of David Bowie? Like was he a sex symbol? Would she have been yeah. like have so. posters yeah. of him? Seven, uh, yeah, yeah. But he wouldn't be the the fresh new one. He would probably be like the like the more established sort. But yeah, so she, it, it actually makes sense that he might be the one playing this character for her yes. in this yeah. dream. Yeah, I, I agree. So when then I'm feeling not so way, bad. Yes. Like, it's her perspective, not well, him at her. Because that's was, like, whoa. Yeah, that's I one thing. I, I He's actually pretty safe, like, as far as, uh, like, a, a sex object symbol in this. And then, like, when you think about it, this is all in her head. Yeah. So she exactly. is, in a way, in control of it. So she wants the danger. Um. But also, like, she's overall, she's safe. Yeah. Yeah. In a very, like, vampirish way, he's yeah, like, there you go. Very vampire. <laughs> exactly. He's like, shows mm-hmm. up and, like, very seductive. Very seductive. Yeah. Older. But yeah. there's something special about her. Yes. Very there's something she special. She has her about- own. You have no power over me. Yeah. She has her yeah. own right. will. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It reminds me of, like, vampire movies. Which was, okay, a little bit. So, talking about, like, her own will and her being a little bit special, yeah. I thought. <laughs> She was also supposed to be like particularly clever, but she's as not. she's making her way through the labyrinth, like she's not being successful in that kind of stuff. Like the two doors and which one, like one lies and one doesn't. And like I have heard that story. I heard that story as like her being very clever and picking the correct door, but no, she didn't. Cr- well, this no, movie was she, nothing what I, I remember expected. from when I was a kid. That's yeah, actually from a the clever- labyrinth. It's clever because she she got the riddle. Yeah, but she did it. Either she door did. she picked, she would have gone down. Oh yeah, I thought so. When we were watching it, Kendon, you were saying like, yeah, but you, who was telling you the rules? You don't know if that person was lying. That they were both lying. The way you tell this, the way that the riddle is usually told, I don't know that the one of the doors actually says something, but you know that one always lies and one always tells the truth. The wrinkle here, which I caught, was that one of the doors tells her the rules so from the beginning you don't know whether or not one of the doors had been lying to her the whole time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or because if it was that lying door both of the doors might be liars yeah. right yeah and that's why she opens a door and falls through mm-hmm. but so she like, didn't when you make frame it. when you frame the riddle one way the way she answered it is the way that you typically answer that riddle yeah right. yeah and then so turns out it was, wasn't right she was i think it was right it was right yeah she was right but then she fell because yeah, because they, it's a they, tricky they, labyrinth. Yeah, they. I think okay. both doors. I, as a child, I I just assumed both doors were lying to her. Okay. And then what about that little worm? So she's like walking <laughs> through, and she finds like the way through. And I didn't understand it at first when she was like, "Oh, thank you." And I was like, "It's still the same." She didn't make it yeah. through the door, and then like she walks, and it's like different. Yeah. I thought that was three D. I was cool. like, really "Whoa, cool. yeah. so cool!" And they did it in a good way yeah. on the in the. Like visually, yeah. But then he's like, "Don't go that way. That way will lead her straight to the palace. Yeah. They don't want to do that or mm-hmm. the castle." I mean, like, oh man, like that's gonna bug me for a yeah. really long time. As a child, I always wanted to know what would have happened if she went in for tea. Yes, that always. other thing too. Why didn't she go in for tea? I, I thought it would have turned in, in rush, but still, I thought I thought it feels like it would have turned into Alice in the Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. could have been. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it would have been a cool thing if she had went in. Yeah. And she says she has no friends there, but that worm was like the first one to actually help her out. Yeah. Yeah, I wish yeah, yeah, he had totally returned. Her. You know nothing about this worm. Oh, well, he, he told her to the, he helped yeah, her. Yeah, he could have been, but but he did help her. So he I, I feel like he wouldn't have tried <laughs> to. Kenan does not like the her. worm. Mm-hmm. 
I trust the worm. <laughs> the worm, as the far worm as sexual say, metaphors, inaccurate. she's literally talking to a worm who's trying to get her inside for a drink. Yeah. But to meet the missus. Yeah. We don't know what the missus gets up to. Kendon, I think there's so many more in this that it's, that one is not more working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many. These that bubbles not like floating danger. around. Yeah. <laughs> Literally roof eater. Um, okay. So... <laughs> There's that. Oh, so I was telling you guys, I this so the first time I've ever seen this movie, and not at all what I was expecting, like in no? any way, no. And also, I thought David Bowie was supposed to be a cat in this. I did not know he was a goblin. I just the pictures I'd always seen, I thought he was a cat. Probably because um, kind of looks but, like yeah. the sort of thing they wear in the Cats musical. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what? There's a Cats poster on her wall. Is there? So yeah. maybe that's partially. But was he supposed to be the owl? Yeah, yes. he's mm-hmm. the owl. He's an owl. Mm-hmm. Also a goblin. No, yeah. he's oh, a he's magician. Well, he is goblins. a goblin too, isn't he? Yeah, he's the ca- goblin king. He's a magician. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> Kendon shapeshifter. Because like at one point he's an old man and he's is he? Yeah, they they yeah. walk up to him in the little cave thing. Oh, so he um, Kendon Googled him <laughs> and it's like occupation monarch, monarch magician. magician. Yeah, <laughs> silly. Um. Okay, so. What should we talk about next? A really good soundtrack. Yeah? Yeah. A really cool, uh-huh. very Bowie, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I the songs the were kind of fun. It felt yeah. very Muppet Show-ish. Yeah. Yes. And not like too out of, out, out there for Bowie. Oh, mm-hmm. It seemed very out there to me, but not for out Bowie. there for him. No. no. Well, imagine too, like Bowie was just like there singing to a bunch of puppets. Yeah. yeah. He's just like performing, <laughs> dancing around, being Bowie. Um so I like the but it. the subject matter was really silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, and that's kid silly for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, so True. he was known for being kind of out there. Yeah, that was yes. his thing. So it sounds like he was just playing along. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and we liked the basketball one, the little green or orange puppets. So that's a yeah. band. Who do you do? Could, that's a band. Yeah, isn't it? Wasn't that a band? Oh, that that's singing funner. that part. I do not know. I feel oh. like there's. A band that did that part for them, and I felt like I felt that was there just to show off. Yeah, because I think they were they were trying to show that they could do this where you couldn't see the strings, Mm -hmm. which I thought was funny because literally after that she like well, very soon after that she's falling and you can see her strings. The helping helping hands. (laughs) How was it the helping hands? At some point you can see she's falling and you can see the strings. No, the helping hands bother me. Uh, I was that was like, weird. Where are they holding me up? Uh, they're making faces with their hands. Uh, yeah. I liked that. Yeah. Part. I like that part too. So, but what would have happened if she said up? Because they were like up yeah. or down. She's like, I guess I'm facing this way, so down. Like, like in that, why? Why you're falling? Why? Yeah, don't you, you want to go back up? That, that the door was going to lead to doom. So down would just in my head go say up. doom. Yeah. <laughs> so I would want to go back, back up. up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because I would have been thinking, oh, I picked the wrong door. Exactly. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But every, I, I think every door was wrong. Every direction was incorrect. The, the point Sometimes you was, think you're going the, somewhere where you're when you're not. Just to get her lost. <laughs> yeah, just to experience the, the uh, basketball guys. Okay. Look, 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 look um. So speaking of that, so one of the things I is probably very obvious to most, but I figured out midway through this movie of like. Oh, it's a labyrinth. It's not just a physical labyrinth. It's a mental labyrinth. Yes. Like, it's confusing. And Mm -hmm. so that was interesting. Yeah. (laughs) 
because I, <laughs> I don't know, it, it, it was not obvious to me going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, I think those those little um, orange guys, um, like they take their heads off and throw them and stuff. I, aside from the sibling bond, I think that might be my favorite thing of the movie when they're like, her head doesn't come off. Yeah. <laughs> like, She's in a fight with those two, and they try to take her head off. And then it gets kind of scary because they're like, "Get a saw!" And it's like, "Oh no, you're gonna keep going." Like, <laughs> she's not like us, but we'll we'll still get we'll her to play. Her like us. Yeah, that was creepy. Um, okay, so what do you guys think about this stench thing? Yeah, that was so ridiculous. It was really they, like, didn't have an anus like in all uh, the farting yeah. and like. Yeah, that was. I was surprised that it looked the way it did. Yeah, that was um, pretty gross. It's pretty gross. That yeah. was pretty gross. And then, so there's a lot of um, kind of similarities that we were seeing, a lot of it in Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised to well, realize Princess... Bride and like the, yeah. the, like the forest. And yeah. The glitter everywhere, I think, too. Because I remember that from Princess Bride. There yeah. being like glitter. glitter Sorry, I don't believe sparkly. there is a no? group okay. doing the fireies. Um, but so they're... Um, it's a lot like Princess Bride. Princess Bride came later, so this is an influence, probably. It's very good. Yeah, isn't that exciting? Yeah, I was. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, I thought they did a good job with that stench pit thing because I was definitely grossed out. I like, was grossed out. We're sitting it. in a room; it nothing smelled, but I was like, "Ooh!" Like yeah. I was yeah. having a hard time breathing through my nose <laughs> during that well, scene. I think it was brilliant because it gave it gave the villain like a real threat that was not dangerous, mm-hmm. right? So, like, and clearly, like uh, Hoggle and all the other ones were terrified of of going to this place, but also it wasn't like he's a violent dictator. So you could still like J- like David Bowie's yeah. character. Yeah. True. Because she was never really in danger. Even right. there. Right. Her no. her brother was. Yeah. Well, and well then, was he? What, yeah. what was he going to do? He was going to make him into a goblin. I feel like, yeah. no. I feel like he was still not in danger. Because as soon as he got the child, he's playing with them. He did the song for him. Well, by danger, I mean, the danger is he would never leave and he would become a goblin prince or something. He'd live down there. He'd be okay then. I mean, this is... So that was part of my question was like, at that age, so he's crying when she's wanting him to just disappear and then wishes him away. And so she hears him crying after he's taken. But I'm just like, I don't know that at that age you're afraid of the goblins or like, I don't know that at that age they would be scared other well, than just know. unhappy, I don't think she, he would he was be. Just, yeah, th- things were different, right? And he didn't understand. You were yeah. kind Ch- of children cry for not just because they're scared, right? Okay, yeah. that's what I want to. Because you're a mom and you've had three kids that age, yeah. so yeah. Do you think he was? He, you no. don't think he was scared? No. Okay. No. Good. I didn't think so either. I think you have to learn what a monster is before you're scared that's of my, monsters. Yeah. yeah, that was my thing. Was like he's crying because he's unhappy, but not necessarily to eat or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Kendon, you sticking with the baby and like that part, you said something about maternal instincts and like this movie is supposed to teach her them or something. Well, I think it's part of the of her character journey. Like uh, she's selfish and wants to get rid of a child, Mm -hmm. a a child responsibility. Mm -hmm. And by the end of it, she's maternal towards the child. And is that part of just the coming of age of like, I'm selfish, I want to be a kid? And then being like, no, I'm going to grow up a little bit and take care of others. I, I and as a woman, I'm saying. going to be a mom. Is that a little not bit of feminist? No, but she's not becoming a mom. Being more responsible. Grown up responsibilities. Because really, they, like, a boy could have... 
it would have been different, but you could see a boy having the same like, oh, I've got a new baby brother. I wish he would go away. And then uh, so you have to come around. And maybe it would be a baseball glove or something right. that he puts in the crib. Mm-hmm. But there is uh, taking care, nurturing and taking care of children is not strictly a woman's thing. Even in the 80s, like you'd still have that. Okay. I think. It, and you don't I think, think it I think it, it hits harder when it's a, a young woman. And right. you don't think that was per, like purposefully messaging to like young women like you need to be more maternal. No, no. no. I think okay, it good. is. No, no, I think it is, but not in the anti-feminist quite way that you're saying. In the responsibility it's, it's type to way. all in young responsibility. people. You need yeah. to be more. Okay, let's say it's definitely leaning towards women. Oh, like, you let's think, not yeah. let's not say that this is a fully woke time, That's but I don't I, think it's it's in the your life is to do X. It's okay. that grown-up responsibility involves taking care of, of the younger people in your family. Um, it's definitely gendered, I think, yeah. but just not um, – I don't think nearly as problematic. Okay. Now, in terms of the growing up, one scene that we have is her getting back to her room. This, like, bag lady yeah. takes her to her yep. room and is like – you know, Excuse well, me, she's a still- junk lady. Yeah, junk lady. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know the difference. No, that's um, what the that's what the subtitles yeah. kept calling her. Oh, I, I wasn't looking. Okay, so this is while she's still like waking up from being roofied, so she doesn't have like she doesn't remember what she yep. was doing. Um, and so the bag lady is like, "Here, here's your," and she's like giving her all of her toys. Like, yep. is this what you're missing? Is this what you're missing? And it's interesting, right? Like very symbolic of like childhood, and you want all your toys. Mm. And then like she's like, "No, this is junk. I need my baby brother." Um, so she's like choosing to grow up a bit, right? Put her toys aside to, to take that step into like, I guess, yeah, youth. Um, but Shimana, you made a really interesting point where like, as she's piling it all on her, she's starting to really look like the bag lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she's like, like the stuff is not just in it's her huncher. arms. It's she puts it like all around her and it's like sticking to her at yeah. one point. So, so I was wondering is like. The idea, if she had held on to all that, she would have been like this old hoarder, hoarder bag lady, yeah, like, maybe. The, and maybe that so. bag lady is somebody yeah. else who got stuck in the labyrinth, yeah, and like clung to her stuff and there, made nothing of her life. There's not just one; there's multiple. Like the whole, yeah. the whole junkyard is like junk people. And I think yeah. isn't there? This is a, trash people. It reminded yeah. me of a biblical reference of putting aside childish things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what verse that is, but yeah. yeah. I don't know. And then yeah, if you never make it through, then you linger. Okay. Oh, one other question I had. So at the end, when she makes it to the stairs, because for some reason, the way it's done is that she goes and faces or gets the baby brother by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, she ends up in that stairs room and you've got the baby um, and you're she's going up and down stairs and stuff like that, trying to get to the baby. The, is he supposed to be looking like, where's Waldo? Because that's what he looked like, where's Waldo to me? That's funny. Yeah. And I was wondering I if that so. was purposeful. No, no. I think they were just trying to do a cool thing with the stairs. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah. All right. So those are all of the points I have before we get into influences and favorite things. So do you guys have other points though that you want to talk about from this? No. No. Okay. Influences. We've already talked about a couple. Do you? Are there other influences that you guys noticed from this movie, or did this movie influence you and the people that you turned into or society? Well, after watching this movie, I noticed in Harry Potter similarities yes yeah actually that's a good point. well and including hogwarts yeah yeah hogwarts. <laughs> she calls ho- huggle hogwart yeah a lot that's like funny. a lot and then the door that huggle opens uh-huh he opens it oh that's not the door i want and he 
closes it and opens it and it's the door he wants. Yes. It just reminds me of the room of requirement. Totally. And then what did I call it? When she needed rocks to oh, throw yeah, at the guys, the I was like, oh, the rocks of requirement. Yeah. Well, and even like lo- Lodu, L- Ludo, kind of like a big Hagrid, like just yeah. kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There also a Chewbacca. Magical. Absolutely. Yeah. And a Chewbacca. <laughs> he reminded me of Chewbacca. Um, and then like the guy with the bird on his head reminded me of like the bird poop guy. Oh, no, that's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I also thought Lord of the Rings a bit. Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah, yeah, totally. No, also, you mean, by, by which you meant the Hobbit movie in specific, when Radagast has literal bird shit bird. on the side of his face. Yeah. And also, there's that maze in Harry Potter. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They get, they get yeah. stuck in. Absolutely. Where, like, gets killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, a maze that's not a real maze. Like, not you can fall maze. all yeah. through I think stuff. Tim's connection to vampires was one that I didn't even catch and I think is really yeah, strong. Yeah, because he mm-hmm. does very resemble. Uh, yeah. He's very pale. The way that he is presented to her is yeah, very... But also... <laughs> shows up mystically. Yeah. <laughs> but also like hair metal band yeah. sort of thing too. So that goes to like the sex symbol for a teenage girl. He he looks like Guns N' Roses. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he does. Yeah. Those are the influences. Okay. So- the influences are very numerous. And I yeah. maybe mentioned it on our last show, but I'll say here. I, I think I was introduced to this movie that I can remember was like my freshman or sophomore year like a house party that was like ha- around halloween and they were playing this and a bunch mm-hmm. of people had dressed up as and so i could i was like oh this was a big deal for a lot of people like i recognized like the imagery from probably like the video store or something right the but, poster um, exactly um and then um what do you call it uh harmontown they there's a podcast i really like dan Harmon, who created mm-hmm. um, um community and rick and morty, and morty yeah. co-created rick and morty and they had a uh, an episode series where they were where they had multiple people dr- dressing up as Gareth for Halloween, and so they did this whole like you can find the picture of Dan Harmon dressed up as Gareth. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and what and like uh, the Wikipedia page for this movie has cosplay like people in cosplay. No way. <laughs> picture, yeah, yeah, because so it, it is. It has a big cult. It does. Calling. You see, even in Comic Con, you, you'll see artwork for it. Yeah, nice. and I'm not surprised. Like this is a fun movie. Yeah, it surprisingly, is. I thought I was surprised. Um, also, influences Jennifer Connelly. I don't know if this was her first movie, but like she is a star, and I love her as an adult woman. And it was really interesting to see her as a kid. Oh, Alita! She's an Alita. Yeah, she, she is. is. Uh, and a beautiful she's the, mind. She's the bad person. And isn't there a movie where she's got like a broken leg and she's in bed and she has to like end up getting out of the bed? No, Shalia, that's your like current mom. life right now. I know. Well, I think of her and I think of like if I can just have pretty eyebrows like her um, with her. I think I do. I think she's in a bed with a broken leg. I think about her a lot lately because she was so pretty. But honey, you've got <laughs> like, wonderful eyebrows. Thank you. I'm inspired. And influenced by Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> uh, all right. Kendon's showing us a picture of somebody in cosplay with the bulge. That's Dan Harmon. Oh, wow. I, the, so it's really interesting because his bulge is like smaller and more pointy than David <laughs> Bowie's, which is like he was wearing a cup. It's intentional, yeah. 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 <laughs> it just looked like David Bowie was and wearing a cup is, to me. All of the people on the podcast had crossed. Everybody puts a bulge. That's awesome. That's funny. Or no, is that That's the same funny. person? Well, that's, that's him plus the other two mm-hmm. Got it. co-hosts. Okay, so, um, yeah. So, really fun. Yeah, really fun. I can see how it was uh, popular. I kind of want to cosplay as 
I know. As <laughs> in for Comic Con or something. Then, then like, I think you're Prince. Make me oh, a, you're Prince. Oh, yeah. speaking yeah. of, we were talking oh, about this yeah. as we were watching the movie. How awesome would a Prince-led like black version of Labyrinth be? Yeah, like they did the Oz, like the Wiz. Yeah, the Wiz. Yeah. yeah, the Wiz. So yeah. who would play Sarah? Eighties. Mm-hmm. I don't. If know. Prince was doing it, who who would have been Sarah 80s? back then? Probably Lisa Bonet. Oh, I didn't even think of her, but that would be great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely done. Yeah. I had suggested Whitley, but Kendon says no, she's too sassy. Yeah, no. Um, Lisa did it. Okay, what are your favorite things about this that, movie? That actually is perfect. That would be perfect. I really liked the uh, the the battle scene. And all of the clever little things when that they the make goblins, it to the Goblin City, yeah, yeah. like they shoot the, the cannonballs have a little guy, like <laughs> ah, did I hit something? Yeah, ah, like it's very Muppet Shelly. Yeah, so well, so many of the puppets had more energy to them, and I think I, I responded to that. Yeah. yeah, they were. They did have. That's a good point. They did have light energy to them. Yeah. They felt lively. But and I this, felt like that was true in Dark Crystal too. Hmm. And maybe it was just Jen was the problem for you. Because the others, like, you no, love the Skeksis. The, I love the Skeksis, but they were slow. Yeah. <laughs> and then the... the it's a much slower film. A much slower film. I guess you're right. But uh, the other... Th- and the reason I like that sort of... Uh, back to, like, the battle. And actually, this is maybe what you would call a uh, influence. There's a video game series called Overlord, where basically you're controlling... You know Pikmin? Have you ever played Pikmin? Actually, you no. played Pikmin for a bit, didn't you? Nope. Okay. Well, basically... Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, so you know here you're that little alien and you've got all your little plant people running around? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is basically a medieval version where you're like you look like Sauron and you've got a bunch of little goblins running around and they act like those goblins. Oh, except wow. for they like they're like drinking and peeing on things and no smashing way. plates. It reminds me of that and um and they all like will put on like a little uh, pot from the kitchen to put on as a helmet and yes. stuff like that. So I really that's what I really liked about the goblins in this. How he was kind of like that. Like he didn't really do that much. But he had his little min, his little chaotic minions running around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I really, I really liked that part. Yes, and yeah, when he that, uh, that was fun. What was his Didymus? Um, he was a uh, jousting mm-hmm. with the one goblin, and it was, it was really fun. <laughs> All right, uh, Shivana, what's your favorite thing about this movie? Um, my favorite thing would be the songs and the okay. dancing. I really like that part, especially the one where he dances to entertain the baby. That's my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the babe, you remind me of the yeah, babe. Yeah, and like who do voodoo you do? Yeah. Like, I was like this playing on words. Also on the Wikipedia page, they say that that is influenced by the Shirley Temple movie with Cary Grant, and there's like a oh. reference to who, you remind me of the babe, and so that's what they're making, I which is kind of weird. I don't know. Oh. Um, Tim, what's your favorite thing? David Bowie. David Bowie. I, mean, I grew up. My mom had Bowie records. Really? Yeah. So I grew up my listening to yeah, Bowie. listening to his music and. Mm-hmm. That, I think that was the attraction. Like, I knew who he was when I watched the movie as a kid. I knew that was David yeah, Bowie. Yeah, me too. So that was he my... He was my favorite, too. Yeah. I wish I had grown up listening to David Bowie. <laughs> yeah, he got some good music. I remember hearing his song in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was like, oh! I don't know Bowie. his songs like that. Yeah, when it when, when it go on to, uh, to Nowhere. Mm. I forgot what song they played. I'm looking it up. Um, so, speaking of David Bowie... I don't really know him. I didn't know 80s music that well. But my very, 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 very favorite Christmas song is mm-hmm. a version of Little Drummer Boy that he sings with Bing Crosby. And it's interesting. I only know, I only watch it on YouTube. It's like a little skit and he comes in and he's like, Oh yeah, I sing. And like, 
there's a play because apparently he's the younger generation and Bing Crosby's older. But mm. it's like the best version of Little Drummer Boy. I she does play it. that multiple times I do. every Christmas and it, time. It's like it's funny because it's the best version, but the best people who sing it is my dad and his brothers are like amazing at that. But anyway, David Bowie, Bing Crosby, Little Drummer Boy. Highly recommend it. Um, to um, they play it? they play Moon Age Daydream is what they play. Mm. I'm gonna play it for you when we're done so you can you'll you'll recognize it. Cool. Um, I said the sibling bond and I said the basketball guy is trying to take off her head, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I'm sticking with that. Those are my favorites. Um, anything else you guys want to say about this movie? Uh, that's it for me. Highly recommend it. Yes. To others. Classic. Of course. Yeah. Classic. Yes. All right. Yep. So let's rate it. Are you guys ready? Labyrinth 1986. David Bowie, Jennifer Connelly. Is it a classic or are we past it? Classic. Classic. This is a definite classic. Yeah, absolutely classic. Um, all right. And also speaking of influences, something that we did see as we were watching this um, in terms of plot and other things and including cussing. Um, we think, I, I, I say we looking at Shivana and Kendon because you guys watched it with me. Yeah. Um, it also influenced a movie called Little Monsters, yeah. which we're going to do next week. We saw a lot of similarities. I don't a know. A lot if, of similar, similarities. Did Little Monsters come out after? Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it came out 88, right? 87. 87. Also, one of those like, oh, is no, somebody going to turn 89. into a, a goblin or a monster if they stay too long? Exactly. Like, literally, like a lot of it is Little Monsters. 89 is 80. I'm monsters. blanking, but as you go through her room at the beginning, there is a book or a play Labyrinth. sitting. It's not Labyrinth, though. It says Labyrinth when it shows it later. No, it, but then it, was the another, it was another book or something that I was like, oh, that's a clever reference, but I can't think of it right uh, now. Where the Wild Things Are. Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I thought it that was, was really that. clever yeah. sure. to put it there. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for remembering. Yeah, thank you for remembering. So, yeah, uh, and also remembering that next week we will be doing Little Monsters, I think, in influence of this movie, which is just very perfect. And it'll be our first episode of Scare, no, Spooky October mm-hmm. slash Scary October spooky when, Kendon, what will we be? We'll be back.